Welcome to Patient Audibility. There are many different ways that you can structure your patient eligibility checks. Um, again, a couple of the reasons why um, you should optimize your patient eligibility is for positive, effective claim billing. So you have the individuals where they need surgery. And so obviously checking their benefits is going to be very important because if you act on procedure and find out that they need an off, that claim can be anywhere from $5,000 to $75,000. And if you don't have a prior authorization um, and the insurance doesn't do retro-off, well, then you just lost out on a ton of money because there's no way that they're going to approve that. How do you find that out? By doing patient eligibility. Um, patient eligibility typically should be done every day, Monday through Friday. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you're seeing patients every day, especially if you have a book schedule, you're seeing patients from the time you get in to anywhere from 4 to 6 p.m. at night. That can be anywhere from 8 to 10 patients in a day. You should be checking their eligibility a day before their visit, or you can also conduct the patient eligibility once the patient is completely registered at the time that they are registered. Why? Because you'd be able to communicate with them in real time about their benefits. Oh, it looks like you're going to have a deductible, so you should be prepared to pay $160 for this visit. Oh, you have a car insurance that's $30 or $40 or $50. You should be prepared to pay that upon this visit once you are seen. And to me, that is creating transparency for your patients. That's the one of the best things you can do because there are so many patients that are not informed about their benefits and eligibility. Some of them don't do not even know that the plan that they're with is an off plan. And what I mean by that is we all know Blue Cross Blue Shield is a big plan, but nobody knows that they have thousands of networks inside of their host. So you can have Blue Cross Blue Shield, but do you have Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, Metro? Do you have Blue Cross Blue Shield like Gold Platinum? Do you have Blue Cross Blue Shield? Like there are different networks depending on the area, zip code, state, and county that you're located in and where you have your insurance. And so a lot of times you will find that you may not even be in network because you don't have that specific um you're not credentialed with that payer's small network, whatever that is. And my favorite, again, is working with Availity because they give you that small information that's so important that no one knows. How, how do I know if we're a network with this specific network, right? If we got enrolled with Blue Cross Blue Shield Metro, but the patient plan is Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, what's a good one? Um gold, well, then we're only in network with this specific plan and not that one. So now the patient is being seen already and it's like, oh, now we have to either one, take it as bad debt, charity and cover the cost, or we're going to build a patient and potentially lose a patient because most individuals are going to go where their insurance is accepted. 
Now, when you're doing patient eligibility every day, what that looks like is you're taking the patient's insurance who's going to be seeing the prior day, whether that's within 24 hours or 48 hours, and you're just going to insert like their name, date of birth, um, member ID number, date um, and provider that you would be checking under, and you want to do a soft pull on their eligibility on their health insurance. And this is not limited to just um, patients' health insurance. We're talking about workers' comp insurance, medical liability insurance. And so all these insurance require eligibility. Otherwise, as a provider, you are going to be left out in the woods with an unpaid denied claim that you cannot recover. And we want to minimize that as much as possible. And um, another way that you can do patient eligibility is by having a portal that hosts all of your primary payers. Say that you run a report saying these are all the payers that your patients have. You know, you can, there's a portal out there where you can attach all these individual insurances um, to one local portal so that when you're running that patient's um, patient eligibility, it'll pop up, huh, this patient don't have this insurance, but it does have this insurance. And in some cases, like hospitals or even clinics, when you have patients that do not know their insurance information because it happens a lot, especially regarding to Medicaid, Medicare, um, and emergency visits where it's trauma or something like that and you can't necessarily get the patient's information, there are ways that you can search in these insurance portals to, um, to try to locate the patient's insurance for payment because you do want to get um, compensated for your services. And if you do not do that, then again, you'd be risking increasing your denials if you skip patient registration and patient eligibility in the very beginning. A lot of time, providers want to push all the way through like, oh, we did patient registration. Let's just schedule a visit and let's just go for it. And it's like, no, you need to make sure to see if this patient will owe you anything after the visit. Otherwise, you just gave away a, a patient free valuation. Um, and I don't think we're in the business of that. So the next step um, after those two um, is once you do have the patient eligibility, there should be an action button. There should be an action item. There should be something you do after you check the el patient's eligibility. It's never just the, oh, I checked it and that's it. Well, I checked the patient eligibility and it looks like they have a copay. You should be entering that into your EHR so that it spits out a copay. Oh, I looked up the patient's eligibility and they have deductible. This is when you talk to the patient. This is creating transparency for your patients. Hey, I ran your insurance and it looks like you have a deductible. Oh, I ran your insurance and it looks like you have a coinsurance. So it's 100%, I'm 100% sure that you are going to pay out of pocket to something extent or to some extent for this visit. And it leaves it up to the patient to figure out, do I want to move forward with the visit or do I not? Do I have the funds to do it? 
And a lot of times you will also find out what patients are going to be put into your accounts receivable. So it's like you're pre-planning in the beginning for this patient account. So if they have coinsurance, they have deductible, that's going to accounts receivable out the claim after the claim is billed. And that's important because if you get five patients and you're like, oh, all these have deductibles, well, all those are going to go to accounts receivable. So you want to do follow-up calls after the visit to make sure a patient is still active, still willing, capable, and able to receive that information. Having a, a EHR that has a portal for your patients to stay updated and informed about their bill, literally. And so um, I find oftentimes that, you know, providers or their team, practice managers, they only focus on like two departments in the revenue cycle, which is claim submission and getting paid, which is payment posting. And none of the other departments matter, but they all matter if you want to create an effective revenue cycle management for your medical practice or for the team that's carrying out all the responsibilities of the revenue cycle management. Now, uh, there is a big influx in insurances are now creating umbrellas in, in their case, which is called their networks, okay? And there are two definitions in network, out of network. In network means your credential, your practice, your providers, your um, whoever PAs or whoever's seeing the patient, they're all credential with this insurance plan, whatever that insurance plan is, right? That's one definition. The other is network. What network did you get credential with with that payer? Most payers have multiple networks. So, for example, we have, um, and I'm going to stay using Blue Cross Blue Shield simply because they are a really great example. They're a really great example. Um, they're really great example, and most individuals can really relate to using that example. So Blue Cross Blue Shield have their regular PPO, they have HMO, but then they have HVN. If you're a provider, you get credential with Blue Cross Blue Shield with their PPO plan or their PPO network, you did not get credential with Blue Cross Blue Shield HVN, which is high value network. You didn't do that. So if you come and you get a patient, one, insurance cards do not tell you what network they have all the time, which is where your patient eligibility comes in at they should be able to find that information out and start creating your master list so that you'll know, oh man, we have to go and get credential with that network. And that process, again, you can go back to the first season with credentialing and understand that 
it's something someone can do in your office. Someone you can hire someone to do it that it, it could be outsourced or you could do it yourself. When you're talking big, big, big medical practice like hospitals, they have an entire team. When I'm talking about private practices, this is something you can do. It saves you time and money and resources if you do it yourself. Again, if you have a patient, you check eligibility, and you find out, oh, they're in network with, you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield Empire Access. You're not credentialed with Blue Cross Blue Shield Empire Access. You're in network or you're credentialed with the regular Blue Cross Blue Shield PPO HMO. And so you have to be very careful with that because today in the medical billing and coding industry, insurances are switching it up on you guys and they're moving fast. Blue Cross Blue Shield just stripped their entire network from a major hospital where everyone in the town goes, saying that each person has to be, each provider has to be individually recredentialed. But guess what? They also have to be recredentialed on every other network that may be in that city, town, or country, or whatnot. And so that is a very, very important nugget to consider when you're getting credentialed. Huh, I want to get credentialed, but what network is this? Which one is it? And it's different per town, per city, per um, per town, per city, per state, per area, like zip code. So if you're in a zip code at 55421 versus, which is like a metro area versus a rural area, the networks are going to be completely different. And a lot of times providers, as well as their staff, are uninformed about that misinformation. But the insurances do not want you to know. They don't want you to have that information because they want to deny your claim and not pay you. You have to make sure you have all your steps in place so that you can get a paid claim. And if you don't take those steps or take those measures, then that's going to reward you a denied claim. And we all know we don't want a denied claim. We want to minimize, decrease our denied claims. And having an effective patient eligibility or benefits verification process will help you do that. Imagine a hospital not having patient eligibility or verification their accounts receivable will be at a rate of 98%. I guarantee it because there's no patient eligibility. Eligibility. If they don't know what the benefits are for that patient, they can say, oh, I'll see the patient for this, this, that, and the third, and then we get the bill, and then we start racking up denied claims that are not payable, that are unbillable. We're not profiting. We're not making money. We don't have an ineffective cash flow. Okay? So please, when you're getting credential and when you're doing patient eligibility, you want to start familiarizing yourself 
with the different variety of networks under the umbrella of that insurance. Every insurance have umbrellas of networks, Medicare, um, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna, Medica, especially Medica, UHC, especially UHC, all of them, they all have networks inside of their umbrella. And when you check eligibility, you should be creating a master list so that your training process can be effective for whoever you decide to put in a position to do patient eligibility. Okay. So please consider that. I have worked with many providers where, oh, I thought I was a network. No, you're not. You're a network with this network under the umbrella of that insurance. There are about one payer can have more than 20 different networks under the umbrella because they're servicing multiple states, multiple countries, and things of that. So please keep that in mind for your patient eligibility because that is going to significantly impact your claim life cycle. And we want to, again, do our best to decrease our denials in this process.